millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, Andy Smart was back actually for the final time for a while to bring us his top five sporting movies. This time he turned his attention to basketball. We caught up with Rupert Bell ahead of a big week of racing at uh, Royal Ascot and he set the scene for us. We brought you some old clips from 2003 from those dusty old mini discs that have been found in the corner of a room somewhere. Stryker continued with Steve Bruce and Mike Ward signed off with his daily TV updates. But uh, as you'll discover, we have other plans for him. So here it all is. We hope you enjoy it. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon. I feel a bit stupid. I've got my old top hat and tails on it. You know, I, I thought I'd do it, I think but you now look I've a done touch it. overdressed, especially when you've left the heating on, like you always do. Yeah. Must oh, be I have warm. left the heating on. I'm just, just reminding me, I have yeah. left the heating. On. Very warm in that morning suit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Every day I do the same thing. It's pathetic. I wonder if Rupert's going to bring us the commentary later. I wonder if he's fully um, sort of morning suited up, top hat. He's got his own top hat, hasn't he? So definitely, we'll, uh, yeah. definitely. We'll have a bet. I reckon a little, little sneaky little quid. I says that he's wearing a top hat. Do you know what? I've you go. got a top hat in the garage. It's, uh, it's an old. I've got a, yeah. my, I found it at my mum's place. It's an old one of my dad's. I don't know where he got it from. But uh, yeah. maybe I'll put it on later. Dig it out for get tomorrow. It I'll get it, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dig it I'd out maybe to for tomorrow. <laughs> Just wear, I'll get <laughs> someone to take really a picture of me in my top hat, shorts <laughs> and a T-shirt. It's always a good look. It's a good idea. Okay, mm. I can finally put table tennis to bed. I sent, yeah. sent you a text last night. It's all done now. 2085, uh, an incredible performance. 27-minute rally. I couldn't wow. wait. I never want to play table tennis ever again. <laughs> but yeah. that's Steve Redgrave. Yeah. It did become a monster. You were right. It just became bigger and bigger You've and bigger. You've fallen out of love with the game, haven't you? But I mean, you've always, <laughs> For a little you bit. Went out, you both went out on a high, which is fantastic. You broke your record. 2,000. Shots in a rally from uh, from Sue yeah. couldn't he didn't even know which end of the bat initially, so I it's a, it's some turnaround in it's it's a great it's a great lockdown story and it does feel like <laughs> does feel like the end of something today. That's right. The that's start why I of think. something tomorrow. That that's the feeling. So yes. I yeah, that's that. I agree with you 100. percent That's why we did it, and uh, I'm thankful for everybody on Instagram sent some lovely stuff about, especially about Sue. She's definitely become the star rather than me, and uh, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. We've really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Now what else? Have we got you see the F- F- FBI? I'm going mad. Not the FBI, the Formula 
one. I've written F5s. I've written FBI. The Formula One plan to hold two races in China. Yeah. Despite concerns of uh, Shanghai City Sports Director Zhu Bin, known as Dusty in the dressing room. Yeah, obviously. that's three, two, one. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Going to bring you three live races from uh, day one of Royal Ascot this afternoon. Queen Anne Stakes at 150. The Rules Dow at 225. And uh, the King Stand at 335. Your commentator, as always, will be Rupert Bell. Good afternoon, Rupert. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Andy. I'm just nice Hello, to be Rick. talking about top-class sport. I think that's what it it's all about. And, yeah. and that's that's the main thing, isn't it? You know, we're, we're racing. Okay, um, just having heard from Richard Hannon after that race, he's just, having won the first race, he was just so pleased that the sport is on. It felt, when you were looking down, the 24 runners coming down the first, like any other Royal race in terms of without the crowd around the side but in terms of the race it was as competitive and as good as we would normally expect so i think that is a a very positive reaction from the first race normally everybody at uh, ascot would be wearing top hats i mean sort of there are some people they're officials are they are they dressed up or they sort of dressed down I think they said to it didn't need to be uh, dressed up overly. So there's no one in top hat and tails. You don't need to do that. Um, so, but you know, people have obviously dressed what they say respectfully of the occasion. That probably means, you know, they're wearing a suit if they're um, men. And I'm sure any lady trainers who are there, because remember, there's very restricted access, yeah. uh, will also be sort of respectfully dressed. So I think that's where the way you have to look at it and say they, you know, there are. There are a few TV people uh, on site as well, but in terms of many other people, it's it's a no-go zone. So it's um, the huge grandstand, and having spoken to people there, said it's just like a, you know, it feels very weird that no one's around there at all. But they're just glad to be racing. Is Ed Chamberlain and the gang day ITV Racing doing it from home today, Rupert, or are, or are they are they at the course? Um, I think the only one who's not been allowed on the race course is my boy. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> Well, you know he's run onto race courses on the race course before, but um, uh, but I think they are presenting there now, which they didn't before Mm. uh, for the Guineas. But obviously they've been allowed in, and I've seen that they've started their presentation. But they clearly normally they'd be in a sort of compact area, but again they're sort of spread out in an area in the parade ring. So they have been allowed on course. Luke Harvey's down at the start, so very mindful of the uh, social distancing. But in terms of journalists and photographers, I think there are four journalists allowed and four photographers, and that's it. So it has to be said it's a very limited number of people there in terms of access. But I'm sure, like all these things, they will develop and change and more people will be allowed on. But it's it's slow. And, you know, we've only been racing now for 16 days. You know, three, what was it, uh, two weeks last Monday is when we had the first race at Royal Ass- uh, at Newcastle. So it has changed. Um, but, you know, clearly, uh, as they've seen the protocols uh, and allowed a few more. And the one advantage about Ascot, as I mentioned, it's a vast site. So mm. social distancing is easy to maintain there. Ascot themselves have done pretty well. If you go onto royal-ascot-at-home, you can get recipes uh, mm-hmm. from the Ascot chefs. You can sort of do your own afternoon tea. I think people will enter into the spirit of this, won't they? Sort of get dressed up and follow the races from home. Uh, yeah, and, and without question. And um, I mean, I know friends of mine, I'm uh, are going to have Royal Ascot parties at various stages during the week because people 
enjoy it and they want to still feel part of it because a lot of people make their one trip to racing dressed up and let's not forget okay racing is carrying on but it's not just racing losing out i mean the fashion industry is almost depends on ascot and the millinery in industry they are mm. hugely dependent on this one big social occasion because people the length and breadth of the country remember they come from all over the place to enjoy the racing here and dress up um male or female and so there's it is a big deal that this is not happening from a social point of view in terms of the economy but in terms of the racing the fact is we have coming over from ireland aiden o'brien and his army of horses we've got horses coming over from america and we've got horses coming over from france so uh, that shows you that still they are very keen to you know come here despite the rejection of prize money and the logistical efforts that are needed to get here now with the quarantine rules and everything aiden o'brien has had to take great efforts to have staff already here as he flies his horses in on a daily basis. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Throughout lockdown, Andy Smart has been uh, joining us. Ball runner, comedy store player, Farnborough fan, and a man who loves all sports. Um, and he's been giving us his top five sporting movies. Uh, not documentary, really, kind of uh, fictional movies uh, from the world of sport, although I've got a, a documentary uh, in today's. Um, and Andy joins us now. Good afternoon, Andy. Afternoon, sir. Uh, happy birthday to you. Oh, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, sixty-one. And I, I, I was on, uh, I was on Frankie's horse in the last. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're having a good birthday. Is it, a year? it seems amazing. That it's a year ago. We came to your party, a lovely party for your sixtieth. I remember it was great. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was a great night. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what else you fancy this afternoon before? Because say you are a good tipster. So, is there anything else that you might like to tell uh, the listeners about? Yeah, I've got Mogul and Batash in the next two. And then I reckon uh, at the last race, 4.40, I reckon Summer Moon each way. OK, all right. Be Summer about, Moon be about each ten way. To, be about 10 to 1. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. That's nice. Hopefully. Nice. All right, then. <laughs> well, if they well, win, we'll, it will be. Obviously. We'll, we'll crack on <laughs> with the basketball movies, Andy. And uh, we'll play a little bit of the uh, trailer uh, before, we, uh, before we talk about the uh, first film. This is your number five. When the world's greatest athlete, Michael Jordan, teams up with the world's best-loved cartoon character, Bugs Bunny, you won't believe your eyes. Pardon me, Mr. Jordan. Can I have your your John Hancock? What's going on here? We need your help! There we are. Um, so, Space Jam. Yeah, what, what's up, Dr. J? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's a ba it's basketball a joke knowledge. for you there. Yeah. It's very good. It's and uh, and uh, uh, Patrick Ewing's in it, and uh, Charles Barkley, Larry Bird, There's some great, uh, great uh, basketball players in there. Uh, and but it's Michael Jordan uh, just having fun with some cartoon characters from the Looney Tunes, and it's just it's a joy, isn't it? And it's got uh, it's got Bill Murray and uh, Wayne Knight who plays Newman, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just oh, it's, it's, it's it's a it's a real treat of a, a Sunday afternoon movie. There was a scene, wasn't there, in The Last Dance of him making it when he's wearing, they're doing all the animation um, and he's kind of working yeah. to nothing as you have to in these situations. So, it's, and you said they're making, they're doing a remake, aren't they, with uh, LeBron. They're doing Space Jam 2 at the moment. 
Yeah, they are. Yes, yeah. And it was it all came about from a series of Nike ads uh, in which Bugs and Michael Jordan took on Marvin the Martian, and uh, from that the whole, they they got the whole film out of that. And there's some <laughs> re- there's some really nice some really nice digs at Disney too in it, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> where, where where did you find this? Is it available freely available? Because I think kids would love this, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was on <laughs> it was on uh, on Terrestrial about a week and a half ago. I sat and watched it. Uh, two Sunday oh, afternoons right. ago, but uh, yeah, you can get it. You, you can get all of these on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, great film. Nice one. Okay, um, so we move on to uh, number four. And uh, what have you gone for here, Andy? Well, I don't normally put uh, the documentaries in, but Hoop Dreams is oh. just too good a film because they actually followed uh, two. Uh, inner city Chicago boys uh, who uh, looked like they were going to become college basketball players. And they sort of followed them through their high school years. They followed them for about five years. They had 300 hours of, of footage, which they cut down into the three hours of the film. And it's just fascinating to see how, uh, well, how <laughs> money influences sport, obviously. But um, uh, the, the, the two guys, William Gates and uh, Arthur, Aggie and uh, Arthur can't afford the tuition fees so they both start off at the same high school and he then goes to a public high school and it's just there's a lot of tragedy there's a lot of uh, like um, uh, Arthur Arthur's brother gets shot in an alleyway and it's just oh, I mean it's it's the, the only way out basically of the ghetto and I mean now the 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 project where it was filmed the uh, Cabrini Green housing project it's, it's all been demolished now and it's it's a completely different gentrified area it's been completely gentrified but gosh it was hard when they were growing up there I, I think it's one of the best ever sports documentaries it's just a, it's a fantastic yeah. film isn't it if people haven't seen it they should they should make the effort and if they've just had their sort of appetite whetted for uh, by the last dance they would it's a very different this is about the other end of the spectrum but it's a, I saw it years ago. It's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant film. Let's play a little bit. Let's give you a little flavour of it now. It begins with a game, with a basket and a ball. It becomes a journey of heartbreak and hope. From city streets to the brink of fame. Isaiah Thomas! Yeah, of course, Isaiah Thomas uh, isn't in it, but he, he may briefly maybe. But uh, <laughs> it's not his hoop dream, um, and a bit no. earlier. But it's um, no, it's a, it's a sensational movie, well worth uh, checking out. So, um, yeah. uh, where is that again? Is that is that readily available at the moment uh, on Sky? Yeah, or yeah, I watched wherever? it on uh, I watched it on Amazon Prime that one. Oh, okay. It's all right. Well, we will. Yeah. Uh, we will go. You're and going to be well out, out of pocket. All these films you've been buying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor. He's lost. The only person who's <laughs> lost money on it. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> so we do uh, appreciate I've, I've it. We do. I've yeah, I'm sure a lot you have. Of fun. It's kept you busy. Yeah. Hoosiers number three. Hoosiers. Yeah, I watched mm-hmm. it this morning. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a great film. It's a, it was a, it was a, it was expected to be a flop when they released it, but it became this sort of cult classic. It's uh, Gene Hackman and Dennis Hopper, and it's the classic tale of redemption based on a true story of a dodgy coach and a former star player turned drunk, and they they take on the small town team and they take them all the way to the Indiana High School Championship game, which was unheard of for a, a town that size. 
And uh, when he first started, when Gene Hackman walks in, there's only seven players and he needs 10 to sort of make a team. So it's uh, he's up against it and the, the whole town's against him. And you, then you find out why he hadn't coached for 12 years. And it just and Dennis Hopper's brilliant as the drunk in it. He's uh, fantastic in it. And it's just it's just a, a, another good feel good movie. And it sort of just really builds and builds to the climax of the big game. Sounds good. A couple, of, a couple of heavyweights, isn't there, in Dennis Hopper and, and Jim oh, yeah. Hackman in a movie like this? Oh, yeah. Well, they both, when they were doing it, they thought it was going to, there's one bit, there's a there's a, a scene where they're, they're, there's a montage and there's a bit where uh, Hackman turns to Hopper and says something and Hopper just cries out laughing, bangs his knees with his hands. And uh, they asked him in an interview what, what he'd said to Dennis Hopper to make him laugh so hard. And he said, he said, I said to him, when this film comes out, it'll be the end of both our careers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, look, let's, give you, let's give you a little flavour of uh, the kind of movie it is. You know, most people would kill to be treated like a guy just for a few moments. Forget about the crowds, the size of the school, their fancy uniforms, and remember what got you here. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. There you go. Inspiring stuff. Yeah. So that's uh, Hoosiers. Uh, number two, Andy, what have you gone with? I've gone for White Men Can't Jump uh, from 1992. Yeah. Woody Harlson and Wesley Snipes. And uh, it's just, oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great buddy movie. Uh, there's some very funny stuff in there. It's all about two uh, hustlers who are hustling games on, on back lots uh, around uh, sort of uh, California, around, well, around Los Angeles. And, um, and it's just got so, it's got so many good jokes in it. And uh, the, the, the one thing I found out was that, uh, I was reading up on it. And uh, when, when Woody Harlson uh, dunks the ball, um, they've lowered the ring to nine and a half feet because he couldn't make the 10-foot ring. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so Fair maybe enough. white men can't jump. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Rosie Perez is very good as, uh, as Woody oh, Harrelson's she's girlfriend. Great yeah, she, yeah. She, yeah she, she's desperate to get on to the Jeopardy program, and she lives her mm. life learning Jeopardy subjects. And that's <laughs> another really funny aspect of the film, yeah. And there's a great bit where they're all doing uh, your mother jokes. Um, yeah. And it's just, uh, when they actually did it, they, they, they were told to go off and write their own, but they all came in with... Um, computer printouts of thousands of these shows <laughs> 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 and then spent the whole day just standing around this back lot just uh, telling them to each other yeah it, it's quite a sweary movie so finding clips wasn't easy um I'll but bet, we did, yeah. i think uh, we went with the parental <laughs> guidance trailer just a little section of that so again let's give you a flavor of the uh, white men can't jump it's not about black i don't mean to brag but i'm the greatest that's because you never saw me it's not about white. Honey, I'm home. How much money did you make today? I missed you too. I'm sorry, honey. It's about green. I want to find out how good you are, chump. So uh, there we are. White men can't jump again, Andy. You, you, you found that quite easily to uh, to watch. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. 
I don't know if you remember uh, Gary Payton from Last Dance. Remember the guy that could guard Johnson, uh, Jordan rather. He made yeah, a big yeah. point of saying Jordan Haley playing. He's in this film as a kind of um, unidentified street baller, so he makes this a kind of small cameo, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He's, he's the guy at the, in the first match with the uh, the purple shorts and the, the spandex uh, um, basketball shoes. Yeah. Wow. Now, look, before we get your number one, we tend to go for the ones that nearly yeah. made it but didn't quite. So what, what were the others well, in the frame? Team Wolf, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. with Michael, Michael J. Fox um, yeah. as the, one of the smallest basketball players ever. Um, <laughs> the, ab- the absent-minded professor, which later became uh, Flubber with Robin Williams, uh, yeah. where they stick all the Flubber on the... The basketball shoes. Uh, there's Blue Chips with Nick Nolte and Shaq O'Neal in his early, his first ever film. Uh, right. Semi Pro with Will Ferrell, which is very funny. Uh, Coach Carter with Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Love and Basketball, which is uh, about uh, Monica and Quincy who play basketball together through their childhood and their grown-up years. Lovely. Sounds like a winner. <laughs> now, the one that I'd like to add to the mix there that isn't strictly a basketball film yeah. but uses basketball is The Great Santini with Robert Duval. Have you, mm. have you seen oh, that film? Yes. Yes. And uh, that famous scene yeah. on the court, of course, when he's... Uh, well, I will not <clears> want to give it away because it's a, a brilliant bit of film. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. It's and, the father-son and relationship co- and basketball is very key to it, isn't it? Yeah. And there's only... There's, uh, uh, one threw over the cuckoo's nest where they have the... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> the basketball <laughs> Who are you passing to? There's yeah. no one there. <laughs> My invisible friend. That's yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a brilliant. I know we're not doing documentaries, but here's a brilliant thirty for thirty that yeah. isn't really even about sport. It's called "There's No Place Like Home," and it's about the 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 drive to discover the actual original rules of basketball and, and buy them up. They find them, handwritten rules of, yeah. of basketball, and it's this campaign to buy these rules and take them back to Indiana which is the home, the Hoosiers, which is the home yeah, of, of, yeah. of basketball. Wow. That's well worth watching. Yeah. Very okay, good stuff, little yeah, recommendation. Yeah. Uh, finally, number one, we'll, we'll play a little bit of your number one, then have a chat about it. So here it is. I pray that you understand why I put you. I was the one who put the ball in your crib. I ain't no baby no more. Dear Lord, deliver Jesus to us. People make mistakes. People veer off the path. So what? God forgives what? When will you? Never. Ooh. I bet he can finally beat you. One-on-one. And this will be the most important decision in your life. Don't blow it. it. Spike Lee's He Got Game, Andy, you went for. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. I mean, it's uh, the guy who plays the uh, the young lad in it, who has to make a decision as to which um, college he's going to go to in the draft. Uh, is played by Ray Allen, who went on to actually play for 18 seasons in the NBA. So he was he was a basketball player first, and uh, then Celtics, an wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's fantastic in it, and uh, he's he's up he's playing up against uh, he, he plays uh, Jesus Shuttleworth, and his dad is uh, is Denzel Washington, who's been allowed out of prison for a week to uh, convince his son to play for Big State, and if he does, then mm. the the warden's going to shorten his sentence, and it's just but it's it's about it's about um, the boosters, really, and the boosters are, are what the colleges offer the players outside of the the law. So that they're not allowed to to induce players to come to their universities, but they all do. They offer fast cars and they mm. offer 
even women and it's just uh yeah i mean there, there is a lot there's a lot of sex in this film it's not one to watch with your kids but um it's okay. uh, it's, it's watch space jam with the kids probably a better recommendation <laughs> yeah <laughs> and again andy you can find this nice yeah. nice and easy yeah Find it really easy, and it's, it's got the most amazing soundtrack. Uh, it's all Aaron Copeland music, uh, played by the London uh, Symphony Orchestra, and it's just uh, stunning. Great use of music in a film, and just the very emotional, very emotional film. Yeah, very good. Ned okay. Beatty as well, in a, in a brilliant Ned Beatty in a little yeah. cameo as, as the yeah. warden, which is uh, as very the warden. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, excellent. Well, Andy, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break. From the movies before we turn up to your, what have you got your top five polo and croquet movies, uh, but <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, we will take a break now with the, with the football returning. But it's been uh, it's been a real pleasure doing this. We do thank you for all your effort, and uh, and no, we, it's look, my pleasure. You're, you're a regular guest on the show anyway, so we will catch up with you soon. Yeah. Enjoy the return of the football, and uh, and we will, will speak soon, Andy. All the best. Love Thanks, Andy. Cheers, boys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The Talk Sport Clips of the Week. Yeah, those old mini discs that uh, turned up recently from 2003 with some old clips on are still paying out. So uh, we'll bring you a few more now. And um, we haven't heard these since, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, see what we've got. Hmm. We start with a caller talking Spurs. 
But Stefan Freund came out and said there was no team spirit in one of the papers uh, that I read. You know, that's never been Tottenham. They've never decapitated like that and gone and, and collapsed as badly as they did last week. <laughs> I don't remember any decapitations <laughs> at, at the lane. A few high feet, I mean, but not, not to that extent. But it's great you hear Stefan Freund being spoken yeah. about after all these Tremendous, years. isn't it? This is Mike Perry now reviewing the previous night's television. Now, let me tell you this, Al. Last night, I stayed up until 9 o'clock. Can you believe that? 9 p.m. That was to see the second episode of Coro. There were two episodes of Coro last night. The first one, the second one. Yeah, that's the way it tends to work. You watch the second yeah. one first and the first one second. So, uh, I mean, Coro. Coro? Who calls it Coro? No not, one. Oh, Mike Parry, I think. Um, over Paro, to Alan, Mike Paro. Mike Paro, that's the one. That's it. Over to uh, Alan Brazil now. Interesting, Professor, um, uh, our to- uh, talk sports military expert, uh, Colonel um, Professor uh, Jarman. Wow, is he a colonel or a professor? <laughs> colonel, professor. I suppose you can be a professor and a colonel, can't you? <laughs> I'd like to think so, Colonel Professor. That's good. Yeah. Here's Adrian Durham taking a call from a West Ham fan. If, I he, think Glenn if he's Rode, a man of honour, he should walk away. I think Glenn Rhoda, to me, is just um, a yes and no man. Okay, well, he covers all the bases. That's why he's got so much work over the years. Could be a yes and a no man. Adrian doesn't sound any different either, does he? Could have, no, been, uh, could have been yesterday. Uh, interesting. This is, uh, this is Mike Parrin, uh, Mr. Brazil, on Breakfast Now, with Mike feeling a little delicate after a heavy night. What are you sucking? I'm sucking a holes, Al. Tell you, well, I'll tell you why. I don't know whether you noticed, but this no, morning, I had a little, bit of a little bit of a trickle at the back of the throat there, right? Yeah, so it thought, would be, after mm, six bottles of Chablis. Uh, do you mind? How dare you besmirch my character like that? I had a moderate uh, little drink yesterday with my old pal Stuart Lever in his box, Max Steele, at Spurs. Wonderful it was. Great day out. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> He's just swallowed it. <laughs> he swallowed the boiled sweet, old Mike. Defending it. And oh, Alan dear. attacking him for drinking. That's a, that's a bit rich, isn't it? An yeah. incredibly youthful Russ Hargreaves now with a snooker update. Last year's beaten finalist Merv King takes on twice champ Ray Barnevolt for the right to face Welshman Richie Davis in this year's final of the Embassy World Championship. The Lamb Chop was in fine form earlier this afternoon. The Lamb Chop was in fine farm. Okay. Yeah. Sure, he was still a lamb if he was in the farm. Well, it could be in the, the fine, fine farm, farm shop. I'm, I've got a horrible feeling by that stage he was in the farm shop on the counter. Um, returning incredible. to Big Al, uh, introducing a guest. Now, UEFA, another belter from UEFA, uh, they're having a good look about um, artificial pitches coming back. That's a very good morning to Managing Director of PitchCare.com, Dave Saltman. Dave, morning. Morning, Alan. Now, Dave, I believe UEFA picked out, um, is it four countries? Uh-huh. Moscow, Salzburg, Sweden, uh, Turkey... There we are, for, for the great countries, of course. <laughs> There's a country in there somewhere. Pretty, pretty geography What's there. next, Andy? Mike Parry again, here with a very frank admission. The strangest place I ever um, had a relationship with a woman was in the sale room of a ferry going to the Isle of Man. That's, that's a bleak story, isn't it? That's a bleak tale that we won't pursue. You can imagine that. We got to, are we speaking to him tomorrow? We've got to ask him about there's, that. There's sure. a three-legs gag in there somewhere, but I, you know, I tell you, we'll get him to expand on it tomorrow. Yeah, we'll keep that back. This is uh, Laurie McManamy uh, hosting the uh, phone in here on TalkSport with a very surprising text. James Beatty, this is from Jim Young. It's not Jimmy, is it? Uh, uh, time for, what was it, Jim? Retired now, isn't he, Jim Young? He's got plenty of time to, to listen to us from Beverly. James Beattie should get an England call up. Probably wasn't him. <laughs> Don't think it was Laurie. Jimmy Young. <laughs> Probably wasn't Jimmy Young, big Laurie, no. And finally, and finally, 
And finally, here's Alan Brazil running us through the day's postponements. Now, we continue. Falkirk versus Clyde, off. Inverness, Cali versus Arbroath, off. St Mirren, Queen of the South, off. Second Division, Airdrie versus Cowdenbeath, off. Third Division, Albion versus East Fife. Welsh Premier, uh, Aberystwyth versus Rill, off. Affin Lido, TNS, off. Barrytown versus Flexies, off. Caresworth or something versus Bangor City off. Carmarthen versus Quimbran off. Conakee versus. Yeah, <laughs> off. It would have been easy off. just to set the games and just give us one off, wouldn't it, really? Yeah, of course. It it would have would. Thought. I remember that clip because that stuck with us for a long time. Alan saying it like that. Brilliant. So Good there we are. Those really are all classic these. clips. Well, those old clips uh, that we yeah. retrieved from 2003, and we'll, uh, we'll, a few will dip in, I'm sure, over the next few weeks. But anyway, it's time for Striker. That continues. Episode 58, Steve Bruce's Murder Mystery. And uh, let's check in once again with the letters for town manager, Steve Barnes. He's in conversation with the chairman about how to proceed with football business after Steve was all but cleared of the murder of his star striker, Pat Duffy. Why on earth does a fella like Lawson need to carry a knife? Sir Lawrence asked. Beats me, I replied. Carrying a knife doesn't prove he killed Duffy, I said but it proves he had the means. Have you informed Shannon? Not yet, I said. I'm dining with the chief constable this evening, he told me. Would you like to join us, perhaps? I shook my head and thanked him, but said my place after the events of the week was with my family. About the team sheet for Saturday, Sir Lawrence said. I'll take care of it, I said firmly. Well, we're going into the match against Fulton to win. Without a striker, he asked rhetorically. Lawson could play, even though he's on the transfer list. Over my dead body, I said vehemently. Sir Lawrence started to chuckle. I followed suit. My choice of words suddenly seemed funny. I telephoned Susan. She took my news with considerable calmness. She informed me that the Jag was safely back in the garage. That's the Jag, you know, 3.2 litre. Climate control. Automatic gearbox. Very nice. Then I spoke to Bill Brown. He was in his London office and as agitated as it's possible for an agent to be. It took some time to calm him. Finally, I called Julian. There's someone to see you, Julie said. I'm talking to nobody, I said, except the squad. If you want me, I'm in the conference room. The whole squad, players and non-players alike, were present. Most of them stood up when I entered. I noted that an exception to that was Eddie Carberry. This isn't a question and answer session, lads, I began. I want to fill you in as best I can, but as you'll understand, there are some things I can't say. The team sheet won't go up till later, I said. Everybody's in the frame unless they're injured or on the transfer list. This comment was greeted by a buzz of conversation. Jimmy Lawson was on his feet. Gaffer, he shouted. Later, Jimmy, I said. You can talk to me later. There we are. Brilliant work again by Ian Danter mm. bringing it to life with his fine impression of Steve Bruce. There'll be more from uh, Striker tomorrow. Yeah, and, I wonder uh, if Steve's had a new jag on the back of the series. I, I, like, I think they've found him a new one. They've updated it a bit. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast 
from TalkSport. Mike Ward joins us now with his pick of this evening's TV. You've strayed onto Sky Sports News, interestingly. I wonder I wonder why. But, uh, tell us. Uh, tonight is the Sky Sports News Premier League uh, special. It's a quiz, isn't it? It's a it? quiz. It's the very first Sky Sports News interactive quiz. So basically, you can get on your mobile uh, wow. and you can play at home. It's half an hour, multiple choice, against the clock. You uh, can accumulate points, so you can just play for fun, or you could win a Sky Soundbox, uh, oh, which is like a, a soundbar type of thing. And it's uh, yeah. Jules Warren and Joe Wilson presenting uh, from Jules doing it from his kitchen, Joe from her lounge, and it's uh, is directed by Emily Ward. So I'm afraid there's complete Ooh. bias there in my uh, any relation. Uh, of course, my daughter. Yes. Oh, of course, ah. fantastic. <laughs> so it'll be beautifully directed. Oh, now we it will know. be directed immaculately. <laughs> we'll have no doubt about that. So uh, yeah, I can't wait to get a new soundbox. I can't hear the crowd or anything going on. It's indeed at the moment. Perfect. <laughs> it'll come to its own. Seven thirty then. Course. Yeah, yeah. Seven thirty. Sports News and main event. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, EastEnders, the last one for the time being. They've yeah. run out of episodes, haven't they? Yeah, this is it. I mean, they, they oh, have good. literally run. <laughs> it, it, it's a worry. Will Phil get his hands on the Queen Vic? That's going to be the cliffhanger, and mm. that's going to be hanging on that cliff, you know, like um, uh, you <laughs> know, guess. one of those Wiley Coyote Roadrunner cartoons by fingernails for goodness knows how long. Because when we are don't... they hoping to get new episodes well, on the go again? They basically they will start filming again uh, at the end of the month, so a couple of weeks time. And the idea is that they will eventually come back. They haven't got a date yet, but when they do come back, it will be back to four nights a week. But it'll only be twenty minutes per episode which I think is fine I'm, I'm a, I've am become a huge for as you know of, of fun sized telly you know stuff, stuff that doesn't outstay is welcome mm. so 20 minutes have to be done with all the social distancing filming so they won't be able to beat each other up as often um, so there's a lot of challenges there um, mm. but yeah so for the moment this is the last one and then as of next week they're going to do it on Mondays they're going to do Secrets from the Square which is Stacey Dooley sitting in Ian Beale's cafe, or restaurant rather, talking to... Ver- or is it cafe? I don't know, one or the other. It doesn't really matter, <laughs> does it? Um, talking to various cast members, and, and so it's loads of clips and anecdotes, etc., etc. And then on Tuesdays, they're going to do iconic, hate the word, but there you go, uh, episodes starting with Den and Angie from the depths oh. of time. Yeah. Okay. I think right, that's about Andy, the last time I watched it. <laughs> well, Andy, I've got some good news for you. Well, I don't know if it's good news or not, but uh, coming up in a future... A future um, East, uh, neighbours, should I say, is your old mate Russell Brand. He's got a walk-on part in uh, in mm. Neighbours. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I did see it. And I love one of the papers said, from Hollywood to Neighbours, looks like Russell Brand's career is going down under. It's a bit harsh. He's just making a cameo. Yeah. He's obviously in Australia. So he's not actually going to be in it, is he? You know, no, he's just, probably no, quite well, famous. He thought it'd be a bit of fun, which yeah. it clearly was. Yeah, so uh, look out for Russell Ed Brand. Sheeran was on Home and Away a couple of years ago. Didn't do his yeah. career any harm. That's right. Yeah. He's not He's not, uh, He's not. not doing uh, bar work, is he? No. Well, nobody is. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> so uh, this week on the farm, yeah, uh, what's, what's all this it's about? Helen Skelton and Jules Hudson. Basically, they normally Channel Five like farms as much as they like trains and, yeah, and bailiffs. Yeah. Um, so this is a new series, but it's kind of a bit like a series they've done before called Springtime on the Farm, and it's essentially catching up with what's going on in farms on farms at this time of year, with with a heavy sort of emphasis on the challenges of, of lockdown. Farm and Watch. Farm Watch. <laughs> it's essentially, TV farm people watch, are brilliant, it, aren't really? they? We want it to be a bit like Spring Watch, but we'll have it with Adam. It's more honestly. farmy and more personalities. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, a Shetland po- there's a Shetland pony in this first episode called John Bond Pony. 
John uh, Bon Pony. He's been named, he's been named that, uh, that. Living by... on a prairie. Come on. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, that's, that's better than anything I'm going to say. So just move on. That's, that's way funnier. Um, and a little bit about the fact that they can't do they can't go to county shows, so they're going to have to do online versions. And the, one of the farmers says an online show is better than no show. And I'm just thinking, well, well you haven't watched Have I Got News for You recently. <laughs> Ooh. Well, uh, 24 hours in A&E. My yeah. mum loves this. She, Does she? Uh, she enjoys She likes all of this. My she likes the one where they go to too. the doctors and, uh, you know, they sort of um, just, uh, you know, that one. <laughs> yeah, the, that, the, the surgery one. one. That the surgery. Behind yeah, the she GPs likes. behind closed doors or something. And his, wife, and his wife loves all of these, whether it's the dramas or the documentary. She's basically qualified. She's watched that much hospital it. drama. She could probably <laughs> do open heart surgery. You'll be careful she's listening to I, this. I can't. Yeah. I, I, well, it's I, true, I, though, isn't it? Well, it's I think the problem is I, I just if, if I see an illness on telly, I've got it. That's really what it boils <laughs> yeah. down to. Oh, absolutely, me too. Yeah, so that I'd rather just not know, you know. So I'll watch really? something. Yes, absolutely. And to, I have you know. asked her what the appeal is. I said, well, "What are you? It's so depressing." Yeah. She says, "No, I find it uplifting. Really? To see people suffering. I don't get <laughs> really? it, but she, you know, obviously these programs are very popular, so there must be something in it's it." Like EastEnders. Then. You, you just—they have those. They're often these shows that have that payoff, won't they? And then. You think, oh, I hope old Maureen, hope she's all right, yeah. you know, old Frida. And then at the end, they say Frida, you know, and they give her years. You think, oh, that just really brought me down, you know. Yeah. So sometimes they're uplifting, sometimes they're, they're very I just, sad, Yeah, really. I can't risk it. In all honesty, no, no. I can't risk it. I want to know how I'm going to feel by the end before it even starts. And I just, there's too much, there's too much jeopardy with these things. Well, I'm going, to, I'm going to ask you to tell us about the Bake Off the Professionals just to basically announce and pronounce yes. what the teams are making tonight. They're, they're making Tarte Chibouste Valet d'Auge, which right. is a French dish, which Beautiful. is basically tarts um, of a Chibouste variety from the Valet d'Auge. <laughs> okay, oh, really? brilliant. And also, and also rice pudding, but I think it's probably more than just opening a tin. Although I would like to sort of sneak <laughs> it. I'd love to go in there, sneak in a tin and open it and serve it up with, some, <laughs> with something sprinkled on it and see if I get away with it. Now, Mike, this is where we... It's not, uh, it's not goodbye, it's au it's revoir, not. because obviously the season starts tomorrow and you're going to be watching oh, the football and everything. And yes. We worked on the basis that... Telly. Telling, <laughs> telling <laughs> listeners to come on and say, what's on the telly tonight when there's wall-to-wall football? That's just ridiculous. Just, what we think we will do, though, if, Mike, if you're keen, is to, to make this a little weekly get-together mm. where we look at the best of the week's TV. Can, can you come back next week? Oh, I'd love to, Les. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that would be tremendous, yeah, thank you. But that's great. So we'll make this a weekly thing on a Monday mm. at Look Ahead. But uh, you've been a mensch, Mike. Thank you so much for oh, doing yeah, this. Been really appreciate it. absolutely loved it. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to that. That'd be great. And from what we get, the feedback we get from the listeners, they've enjoyed having you on. So let's Brilliant. do it well, again next week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow to uh, build up to the start of the Premier League tomorrow evening. Motti will be joining us amongst others. So until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.